real can't crack. That was a good one. Not the fake can't crack. We're drinking today, Paige. <laughs> We're dr- Ooh, this is good. This is a new, rarely on this glorious podcast, do I drink a beer I've never had before. Oh, so I've got, I didn't know you never had that one. I've never had this. We'll do a can reveal. Actually, I don't even know what it is. I've got a handful of beers that were gifted to me, uh, including a sour. Have you ever had a sour? Yes, of course. I don't drink normal beer until like when I go places, they're like, oh, we have a cider or a sour. Got a bit of a love hate with the sour beers. Don't, don't okay. just, they're good. I'm, but I, I'm always willing to try a beer. And I can't remember if I did this last year, but I have a chocolate porter that will be debuting Ooh. on a show in the next couple of weeks. So cheers to you. Cheers to us. Cheers to college football. Um, so I want to bring this up first before we talk about craziness. This, we enter, is week eight, right? That is it? It is. And by the way, that is a bomb sweatshirt. I want to bring that up first. <clears throat> so, Municipal. Look at me, though. I can't <laughs> wear this coat because I'll sweat. The and I already sweat. coat. Was so is it like midwesterny yeah like, like coat i can't coat, wear this coat, got a good coat but this is so nice I, we're not just saying this because i'm getting free stuff but i my wife is jealous like she's like you got another package from municipal like oh well let yeah. me see so it's getting cold here and i love this coat got the little like black white and orange trim um it, it this this is a good vibes coat and i've been wearing you. it all week you may not have seen this, but Mark Wahlberg did a OOTD-esque video, uh-huh. um, and he has that jacket. So we're going to need you to do one of those. That is actually, so this is my, the jacket birthday, that, this is when, my birthday this, is this week, okay? Happy it's birth, Friday. Happy birthday. Cheers. My gift, your gift to me is going to be a video OOTD, and we'll post it either, probably next week. So you're going to have to like Done. put your camera up, go back and show all your municipal gear. And that's going to be your, your birthday present to me and to really everyone, the people. I had to like, again, look at what this video was um, to understand it, but I get it. So this jacket was involved, the one I held up. Yeah. Me and Mark. Yeah, you and Mark. A <laughs> couple of fashionable gents, uh, you know, just a couple of guys showing off their coats. Uh, what can we say? <laughs> you know, that's... That's it. So, uh, municipal.com. Yes. No, no punts. Uh, 20. 20. Come on. This stuff is great. I am enjoying it immensely. And uh, pants also just digging it. A little mad I can't wear the shorts anymore because it's getting cold, although it's going to be 75 degrees here. So, okay. Th- what I wanted to talk about football-wise. Yes. We- week 8. This is pretty much the halfway point. Like, we're halfway done with the season. Yep. And I start to get a little sad. Um, because like, as I look at the schedules and I do this every week for whether I'm writing about locks or whatever, like you look, you open up the schedules. I use it, you know, like whatever you're using and you're like, okay, they've got, oh my God, there's only five games left. Or, you know, like I start to do the math on the weeks. I mean, it's almost Halloween, right? Playoff rankings are a couple of weeks out. You and I will be able to break that down at VR, which I'm really looking forward to. So I'm not quite there yet in the full-on panic. Oh, my God, the season's going too fast. But it's going a little fast. I'm just saying. I feel like, yes, because I'm shocked that it's already, like, the halfway point. 
But I feel like we still have so much good football in front of us. And I feel like sometimes at this point of the year, like things have sort of worked themselves out in terms of like, yeah, we have the big games like the Ohio State Michigans and the Alabama Auburns and things like that that we look forward to. But they don't really have major implications. And I feel like we're going to get major implications down to maybe even the last weekend this year, which would be super exciting. Um, and obviously we spoke to everybody on our emergency pod, which by the way, I really enjoyed doing. So we might do that a little little more often. We both have our voices back, so that's good. Um, but you know, Tennessee is now joined the conversation. Alabama has one loss. So there's a lot of things that are, are, you know, going to need to work itself out in the next couple of weeks. So I'm not sad that we're at the halfway mark. I'm I'm actually really excited, but I know this starting now, it's going to go by so fast, and I don't know that I'm ready for that part. So uh, an interesting thing on Tennessee. So we kind of recap the madness, but I'm doing a video for BR Betting this week mm-hmm. on Tennessee from an odd standpoint. I'm going to record it after this. So I looked this up right before we started, and I want to see if any of these intrigue you. Okay. Right? Tennessee is 16 to 1 to win the Natty. They okay. are... Still plus 650 to win the SEC. Um, Alabama and Georgia, they're third. Alabama and Georgia won two. They are plus 260 to make the playoff. I think no was minus 340. Yes was plus 260. And Hendon Hooker is um, plus 425 to win the Heisman. So what's interesting about this is they're getting some love, but you would think after a win like that, you know, that the the natty odds would come down more. Now, they still have to play at Georgia. The other point spread I'll throw by you, and I'm just numbers galore. They're a double-digit dog at Georgia right now. I think it was the number I saw today, and I forget where it was. It was like 11 and a half. So where are you? We're trying to, like, calculate how Tennessee fits in all this. Where are you mm-hmm. in, in terms of Tennessee hype? I would take the Hendon Hooker Heisman bet. Um, and I would maybe take the SEC bet. Like, I, and I mean, that obviously would mean that they would make the playoff as well. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to be cautious as everybody else on this because, like, it's not like we haven't seen something like this before. Like, we saw LSU do it. Like, I'm not afraid to say that, like, I think that that Tennessee team can beat Georgia. Like, yeah, if I have egg on my face in a few weeks, fine. But, like, I'm okay saying that, like, if Tennessee plays their best game and Georgia even wavers a little, that Tennessee's going to come out on top. The point spread just is – I'm not surprised, right? Home field is such a big deal. But yeah. um, it's still, like, I can imagine that's going to attract a lot of public Tennessee action, right? Well, like, and the money was all on Tennessee to beat Alabama, like there was, it was mostly on yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. So people bought in for that weekend, but I think they're a little hesitant to buy in on the actual season. Um, but I, I'm comfortable saying that Tennessee is certainly in the conversation and I would be concerned if I were Georgia fans because you haven't been challenged. So can, it'll be interesting to see how that game goes. Can I rant for a sec too on why are we comparing Tennessee to 2019 LSU all of a sudden. Do we really need <laughs> to like, do Paige. this? Like, yes. Why, why, do, why are we doing this? It's not 
it's not because the teams like look alike and are the same. It's because the conversation is always about Alabama and Georgia, and then randomly there's a team that can can Tennessee win. Tennessee almost lost to fucking Pitt. Like, are we? Can we? Can we calm not? down? You want people can to calm we, down? Yes. So you you are not fully buying in. I am buying in as Tennessee being a uber fun, uh, playoff capable team. I am it, the moment LSU is the greatest team of our life, my lifetime. I'll say that, and you're younger than me, so probably yours. <laughs> um, but like LSU, I think is pro or one of these Alabama teams that are, like are we don't have to go there. I guess no, I. I, I I don't want to shit on Tennessee, like, but I do want to acknowledge that I think the comparisons to like the pinnacle of football is a little insane to me. That's no, all. I think it's mostly in the sense that like they are capable of doing it. That's the thing is like I'm not comparing the fact that they're like a better team, like 2019 LSU again, best team in our lifetime, college football team in our lifetime. It's not that they are as good as that team. It's that they are not the normal conversation. Like, Tennessee is not normally in the conversation. They also went from such a huge shift in years. Like, I think that's the big key is, like, don't forget that, like, nobody expected LSU to be as good as they were. And they made a huge turnaround. Joe Burrow had, like, legitimately the best statistical turnaround of any college football quarterback from season to season. And I think that is what is similar is that like when Georgia won last year and we were having this conversation you do it's not the same as LSU because Georgia's been building to get there they've been expected to be there and I think it's more about the conversation and less about the actual team on the field it's just dumb. um but I understand your your concern and I will pump the brakes but if if I'm right you better be ready buddy because I'm gonna be bragging no <laughs> I think Tennessee is awesome but I don't know if we forget how good that that LSU team was. Like that LSU nope. team was. You think uh, I can well, forget how good? That, that, that that's true. Actually, I'm talking. I'm saying that to like literally the wrongest person on the map. <laughs> the 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 Joey B. No, but like, I just I think we gotta wait. I think Tennessee won an amazing football game that the other team committed 17 penalties and missed a game winning kick in. Um, and I do want to talk about Alabama, but before we do, I, I'll say one thing I am completely buying mm -hmm. is Hendon, Hendon Hooker. Um, uh, I have a hard time saying his name. Like, I, it comes out head, no, head, no, not No, Hooker. that's, that's the, <laughs> you, you have a hard part with I the first part. first name. <laughs> I mean. And you're like, I can't say his last name without his nope, face. Nope, no problems uh, for me. Uh, no, I'm fine. I, <laughs> <laughs> I meant Hendon Hendon. I wasn't like Hendon. 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 When, I, blah, 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 when, blah. I, when I've done radio interviews and like accident, like not even accidentally, just say like his last name. Hooker. Like, you know, Hooker played a good game. It's like, Ugh! like, so, but he has been amazing. <laughs> yes. And I, I can, I could say this. He's a certified Heisman candidate for sure. And also I think throws one of the prettiest footballs I've ever seen. Like the ball just soars out of his hand beautifully. Mm -hmm. And he's he's been amazing. I mean, amazing. Every answer that uh, Alabama had, like he, I, I just he had, yeah, he absolutely. is I, like so. So again, like in terms of just Tennessee is a super fun team. My my last point I want to make about Tennessee, 
I forgot to plug in my computer charger. I don't want my computer to die. <laughs> that would be bad. Is, that would be bad. I'd be sad because you're really going to make a great point here. Yeah, very good. I'm sure. I um, I am so happy for Tennessee fans. And I think we said this on the pod. Like, no matter what the hell happens, like the emergy pod, they, this is like your, your season. You should feel fulfilled. I know you want more, but like that was like a, a season's worth of success in like five hours. Yeah. Like that, that still resonates a couple of days later. Um, you know, it's what, what a day. It still feels like like a like a fairy tale, frankly. Yeah. I'm curious what happened to those um, goalposts. I looked to see if like on Twitter you could find where people like they've had to have like cut it up. Right. And like given it in pieces. I, I did a story on a goalpost um, years ago. I was going to look this up. I'm going to look it up real fast. Okay. When I think it was Ole Miss. And the one kid who I found on Twitter, I did this for BR, doing it on my other computer, um, like brought him into his dorm. Yeah, and like it's just chilling. And, and he was kids like, will post that stuff. That's why I was like, I need to look on TikTok to find where it is. Because I saw like a bunch of views of different stuff. I think one they put in a river. I don't um, know. There yeah, was see, that's a waste, I don't, waste of a good goalpost. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's gonna live there in infamy, really. Um, yeah, yeah. I I hope that it got cut up and shared amongst the people. I don't know if you saw the videos of like guys like writing it because oh, yeah. people were carrying it. Like just such good content. But I hope all Tennessee fans have fully recovered because you still got like the rest of the season to go. But I'm sure they celebrated accordingly. Um, a place they weren't celebrating was Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Um. Are we worried about Alabama after watching that performance? What's the what's the pulse check, I guess, on, on Alabama for you? Well, you know what's interesting? The thing that's come out since this game, I believe it was Will Anderson had said they were feeling like anxiety before the football game, mm-hmm. which is a perfectly normal and understandable emotion for someone to feel. <clears throat> excuse me. For you someone to emotional. feel. Not emotional. It's like an IPA. I'm teasing you. <clears throat> but a perfectly normal. See, I was worried about coughing. I'll just choke to death and die. <laughs> um, but like, and people were like ripping on Alabama. Like, you can't feel anxiety. Like, this is were Alabama. They really? Yeah, people are nuts. Like, I'll tell you, Alabama fans in my Twitter feed are are down bad. Like, still yeah. after this game. Still. Uh, did you see the video of the official for like? Did like wait, calling for touchdown and then celebrating. Like Alabama fans are still tweeting through it, which mm-hmm. I get. So uh, I thought Nick Nick Saban's been extra coach speaky this week. Like just you know we got to do better. We got to we can do it, but will we do it? Um, normally they just kick the shit out of Mississippi State when they lose a football game. Like they've had to do this a few times. So I'm I'm actually really curious to see what version we get. I also, Paige, I'm wondering, what does Bryce Young's body feel like days later? Oh, God, it hurts. You know? So I'm – no, Alabama's got issues, but – and I don't know if they can repair them. But, like, you've got, like, two of the greatest players they've they've ever had at the program, and it will feel unfulfilled if this is the beginning of the end. I'd I'd say that that is the point that I thought about. Yeah, I find it strange that – that Will Anderson was willing to say that out loud because normally we don't see that from Alabama players, but I'm not mad about it at all. I think that's a a very valid thing to be like anxious about that game. And I feel like I've 
heard Nick Saban talk about like how you're supposed to feel that, but it's like managing that. Like if you don't feel that, then something's wrong with you. So I feel like this is maybe a conversation that they've had internally where they're like, okay, they do feel this anxiety, but you have to use it to, you know, push yourself forward because like you're Alabama and you're going to get everybody's best shot. And that's just the nature of playing here and being, you know, amongst the best. Um, I'm not entirely concerned about what version we're going to get. I have a feeling that, that they are going to, you know, rebound very, very harshly, um, this weekend. Um, but I also like, it was interesting to me because I feel like more Alabama fans were like, okay with the loss to Tennessee than they are with like most losses, like losing to Georgia for them was like, the worst, I mean, I know it was a national championship, but, like, the worst thing of all time. Like, you, they were down bad. And I know they're tweeting through it now and trying to find, like, the ref thing sucks, but I feel like they were like, okay, that's fine, we'll give it to them, and we're just going to handle our, they expect them to handle their business, still make the college football playoff. And I'm still in that bandwagon that they're going to make it and handle the rest of their business. Yeah. So I think for... Alabama fans, it's kind of just like, um, okay, cool, like, congratulations, 15 years, you deserve that. But it is it is a little concerning in terms of, like, big scheme of things, like, Alabama's maybe not, you know, going, ugh, I, I don't want to say this. Alabama may not be as dominant for as long as we, you know, thought. I, they may have, like, they may, we may have seen our last of, like, the, undefeated, no no blemishes type of Alabama. I have to find the stat, but there was there was a, a, a statistic from Alabama over the last 20 games mm-hmm. um, that really kind of highlighted that. And it would be nice to actually have the stat in preparation, but I, you know how we do with this pod. Essentially saying, though, that like in the last 20 games, Alabama has played more close games and lost more games than it did in the previous 60 games. Yeah. I want to say it was David Hale okay. um, on Twitter. But so so it there the invincibility does seem to be gone. And it, it, it's even more pronounced when they're doing like 17 penalties. The missed field goals, they missed field goals throughout Saban's era. So that's not new. <laughs> yeah. Um so and they're doing it despite having like again two of the best players ever from the era. Mm-hmm. So and that's okay. It is there. It is a little weird though to feel like Alabama all of a sudden is kind of mortal. I think too the the nature of the sport in general is part of this. Like we've now seen that like Alabama can re- or Georgia, excuse me, can recruit with Alabama and be successful. And there are teams that can compete with them. We saw it a little with Clemson. Like you know, people have developed and sort of caught up a little. No one is ever going to be able to, like, outcoach Nick Saban, really. Like, that's just not going to ever happen. Um, but in terms of, like, the talent that you're putting on the field and the, you know, money behind it, um, you are going to catch up. And it's allowed them to catch up. Transfer portal, you can yeah. do it faster now. Like, I think the nature of college football has led us to this, which is great for the sport in general because people were, I think, getting a little, like, Alabama fatigue, aside from Alabama fans, of course, and they wanted the competition to be closer. Um, But I find this interesting because I feel like we're going to have that conversation when we expand the playoffs. So, like, everybody's like, oh, you know, it was, you know, Alabama-Clemson for a little bit. Now it's Alabama-Georgia, and it's like, 
Um, obviously, Ohio State's still in that conversation. Um, and then now it's going to be like the gap between the top four and everything else is so huge. But it's gonna it's gonna write itself. It is like if you're yeah. you're if your team's able to be in the college football playoff and you expand the playoff, more kids are going to go to schools that aren't Alabama. And I mean, they're still going to reign supreme in recruiting, but it, the net is going to get a little bit bigger, and that talent is going to eventually catch up. And by then, we'll probably change it to 36 teams, and it'll just be this vicious cycle. But I do think that, like, the nature of college football, like, it will, it the 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 talent and the teams will start to catch up to the the more dominant ones. Um, and maybe we'll see some some more exciting college football seasons in terms of like final end to this as opposed to like exciting week to week because as we I, know it is our well, best i do it's a perfect segue because i want to talk about tcu mm-hmm. because we're, we're talking about the playoff and the more i thought about tcu the more i'm like why the fuck not like why not yeah. we did this with kansas a few weeks ago tcu has beaten a ranked team at the time they were ranked which actually i don't necessarily think is the greatest stat but i'm going to use it in my favor here because what the hell it's our pot but they've beaten a ranked team three weeks in a row and they have a fourth this week the spread's only three and a half points uh, against Kansas State, which is a little, a little interesting. But TCU page at at DraftKings. Whoa. Are you? I was just looking at odds. It sounded like you fell down a flight of stairs. Nope, we're good. Just okay, oh, just a sound like a drum set. TCU <laughs> is plus nine hundred to make the playoff. So the uh, that's I like that actually. I think that's a pretty good bet. Although what? I am a little a little worried about this week's game, to be honest. What's UCLA? Oh, I'm glad you asked. That's a fun one. UCLA, you're not going to have to worry about that after this week. Stop. But plus 1,100 to make the playoff. Oregon is plus 900. You know what? Here, I'll just kind of bake into these because it's kind of fun. North Carolina plus 2,200, which uh, Oklahoma State plus 2,500. That's not bad. Tennessee, we already did. Wake Forest. I know you're into that sort of thing. Plus 2,500. Michigan plus 200. I wouldn't bet that. I wouldn't either. Georgia minus 650. I wouldn't bet that. Ole Miss plus 1,400. Don't do that. Um, Ohio State minus 650. So obviously I know what you're thinking. Alabama plus 160. So, but back to TCU. So TCU plays Kansas State. They play at West Virginia. They play at Texas. That's the game that feels like a problem. They play at Baylor. Could be a problem. And then against Ohio, uh, Iowa State. And then they have to play Big 12 champions. So it's not an easy schedule. But I, wh- where are you with TCU? Because I really like this team. I really like that they have a new coach that's come in. They, they pissed me off last week because they didn't cover, but they did win. I had that like three times in week seven. I'm still on tilt about it. Um, you, Tom, looking at you also, but I still like watching this team and I love the resolve. So where are you with the Horned Frogs? They're exciting. I don't think I would put money on them to make the college football playoff. Um, in terms of like, yeah, being the only undefeated team and like thinking about the idea of having like an undefeated Pac-12 team champion, an undefeated Big 12 champion, and making the college football playoff decide to put like a one loss SEC team in with another like undefeated team or two loss or two one loss SEC teams in over those teams like I want that to happen. So for me, I'm rooting for 
be undefeated to stay undefeated. Like, that is really what I want in the Pac-12 and the Big 12. Like, I would give anything to have that happen because no matter what else happens, it's going to cause controversy in the college football playoff. Do I think it's going to happen? No. But I am I am on the UCLA train to beat Oregon. Uh, I am not. We will talk about that, though, because I have very strong opinions about that. Um, okay. Uh, but what else is new? My opinions the last couple of weeks have sucked. Really, really sucked. Um, I like you're wearing um, horn frog purple too. I know. Yeah, it's nice. This is like subtle, brings out my eyes. Um, you know, shout out municipal. Um, all right, in Michigan. So you know, I had Michigan people mad at me on Sunday. Uh, the internet was mad because I had a tweet saying how good that the top three top games were this week, which was oh, and you left Tennessee. Out. I left out Michigan. So on Sunday morning, and like the tweet, I don't know, it got passed around a bunch. And then it's like, oh, well, Michigan doesn't meet your fucking narrative, loser. Like those tweets, right? Like, and, you know, they, people were right because at the end of the day, the Michigan game felt like it was like 80 hours old. Like it had not been played on the same day. Day, um, yeah, that's fair. So, so it, was a, it was a day of almost, and Michigan just beat the shit out of Penn State. Yep. Uh, really impressive. I thought it could have been more. I thought the defense was great. Blake Corum is a beast. Um, I mean, they ran for 400 yards. So I do think Michigan, we had this in our AP poll show too quite a bit, like two different opinions, like Michigan is underrated. Michigan shouldn't be ranked four. Like, like a, like yeah. a slew of uh, like no in between. So yeah. days to think about it. Where do you, what do you think of Michigan? Because I do think there's a lot to like here. There's a lot to like. You just have to go up against Ohio state. Like that's, this Ten and a half points, by the way, is the spread in that game too. Ten and a half. Wow. What's their what's the spread this week? Do they um, hold on. Who the hell do they, do they 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 play this week? I don't I don't I think, think they're off. They are off. They are off. Look and at then, them. They are off. Oh look at that team. Um, um and then who do they play? Let's we'll do this too. I'll pull it up because obviously you have Ohio State. Penn State was a big test. So you, um Michigan State they play next at home. Ooh. I remember I remember this game because I bet it preseason. This game always um, gets a little weird, but I still think that it's oh, going to be a ass whooping. I got Michigan minus eight and a half in that game. I'll bet you the spread's going to be more than double that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they play Rutgers, Nebraska, Illinois, Ohio State. Illinois is no joke. Il- yeah, Illinois defensively, that could be really fun. They're, it's at Michigan, which is a big deal because I think Illinois is is a challenge. So they only have one road game before Ohio State. See, this is where I get sad looking at the season. Don't want to say that. And then, um, yes, so Michigan should be unbeaten heading into Ohio State. And then what do you do with one loss Michigan, right? Like, what do you, well, what do, yeah, you do? Well, that's the thing is, like, they're not – Michigan is not better than Alabama. No. So, like – I this is just going to be and they're not going to be better than Georgia. And then it's going to be on the fence if they're better than Tennessee. Oh man, I, you know, I, I, Ohio State Michigan again. I mean, that could literally be like 1 versus 3. I mean, it, it like it's awesome. Like that that is it is awesome that that game barring anything weird is going to be Ohio State still has to play at Penn State. Yeah. But that game is still going to be just fire. Like that is going to be wonderful. 
I think if you are going to bet Ohio State to win the national championship, you should definitely do it before you watch them play Michigan because those odds will become less valuable once people see them play Michigan. Um, I think you should, have done, you should have done it in uh, August, like Which I told everyone to do. I did. Yep. Uh, that's and and also C.J. Stroud. So, uh, but Michigan is good. Like, can I can I soapbox Harbaugh for a sec too? Is this uh, is the year twenty twenty one? Um, he he. I don't agree with a lot of his some of his personal takes. Um, it's like I have to do this with Mike Gundy too. Some of the stuff he said this year, not great for my narrative. Um, but the dude almost got canned, and he ripped off a playoff run and might rip off another. Like mm-hmm. he's he's they're good, and he's done it with like losing the number two overall pick. Like they, it's amazing how much it's changed. Like he's probably going to get another raise. I'm assuming after this year now to keep him. Like he was gone. We are firing him. It is it is still wild to see a transformation. This radical from what the narrative was before this time last year. Yeah, I still. That, that's all you're giving me. That's yeah, fine. I'm not. I'm not. Like I said, I wait. Oh, no. If he beats Ohio I, State two years in a row, they're gonna pay him all of the money, all of it. But can you imagine it, Ohio State fans. I mean, I was, I, again, Alabama fans on the Twitter this week. Well. Uh, Ohio Twitter. State fans are not even. They're just going to delete. Actually, their internet. this is really funny. I um, was in our New York office for BR, and I was talking to someone, and I, they were saying like, "Who's the worst fans?" And I said the Georgia fans were the worst fans. And he said, and I didn't know what his fandom was, and I was like, "Oh God, are you a Georgia fan?" And he's like, "No, I'm an Ohio State fan. I'm so used to people saying us." Which, in terms of worst, I just mean most obnoxious, like. Uh, Georgia fans really are obnoxious, and I don't mean to to call you guys out, but I do. Um, it's the it's, barking for me. It's the barking for me. Yeah, you did not like that at the title game. No. I I kind of found it charming for a while. Yeah, like, until someone like, barks at you, like grown men bark at you late at night. It's funny. very weird. <laughs> it's very strange. So, um, we will just leave it at that. I, um, just, <laughs> I I have nothing to add other than. I don't have that problem. Yeah. Uh, yes. But but well, with your municipal gear and after an OOTV maybe, video, maybe 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 the barking. Uh, I'm missing it in my life. Uh, I'm a I'm a barkey uh, normally. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about this week. Um, it's a little. It's a. It's a. <laughs> Sometimes people don't realize. I say that this. I'm like crying. I say that this is the best part of my week, and it's just because the stupid stuff. That Fucking barking in St. Elmo's. My dad is going to St. Elmo's this weekend, by the oh way. They're, they're in Indiana. I'm very jealous. Oh. Uh, I got to order me some of that cocktail sauce and oh, clear so my good. sinuses That'll make out. you cough. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That'll make me what? Cough. I meant cough. Oh. I don't know. Again, <laughs> we're losing just, it. We're we're going off. Just, we're I, off the rails. I, but It is. All right, so football games. Um, I we both have UCLA Oregon as a pick. So this point spread, which we will get to, and we won't break this game down too in depth yet. But mm-hmm. I think it's surprising a little people because Oregon is a six point favorite, and UCLA has obviously been really good. Mm-hmm. So this is the Chip Kelly Bowl. Yes. Um, and I think if UCLA wins this, it changes the narrative. Their playoff odds obviously change. This is a really tough place to play. The one thing I found astounding in this, and I need to make sure it's right yes. 
astounding. Yes. And I do you know that this is UCLA's, this is their second home game or away game of the year. This is their second road game. They've played two road games. They played one. The second will be Saturday. It was at Colorado. That's it. It is October 22nd, and they've been on the road one time. Mm -hmm. That is just good, bad, or otherwise. It's just fascinating to me. Yeah. To be fair, though, their home crowd really doesn't give them much of an advantage. (laughs) No, but this crowd is going to be batshit. Like, um, yes, it's true. So I just find that interesting. Um, Yeah, I mean, Oregon is not an easy place to go and win. But, I mean, it's it's doable. I I am – you and I have talked about it. The Pac-12 has been, I think, produced probably some of my favorite football games of the year. I know Alabama-Tennessee was a gem. But this is a game that – the total in this game, by the way, 70 is what the number I see posted here. It's got one of the biggest totals of the weekend. So this could be a five-hour football game. Yeah. I'm I my my picks and pints is on the on the total, but we'll get there. Ooh. But yeah, I think um, f- as a f- one as a Pac-12, like please one last shot at this. Um, having USC and then an undefeated UCLA play each other would be massive. I feel like it would be so cool to go out like that. Um, but I'm nervous about Oregon. I They've looked so much better. I think someone on our, our AP poll live was like, Oregon's so overrated. Um, they um, got their ass kicked by Georgia. I'm like, have you not watched them since they played Georgia? Like, you have to pay Bo Nix has been good. Bo, Bo Nix, but really again, good. he's still Bo Nix. So. For sure. I, I'm curious. Like, we'll know what this game is going to be pretty early on. So, so here's the other thing about this game is the start time. So this is 2.30 Central. Start time. Pacific. That's not the time to play this game. No. And those kind of games get weird. They do. Those Um, get weird. Pac-12 gets weird when it's not in like the afternoon slate. Like if it's the late night slate and it's in the during the day slate. Also for it to be like your best game of the week in terms of Pac-12 and it be the noon game. That's kind of tough. Yes. Um, Okay. Ole Miss LSU. I'm also doing. I also have this in my picks and pints. So and I, each each week can be our betting. Do I? I do it. No. I do a degenerate game of the week. Okay, I agree with and, you on this. Sorry. And this is my degenerate game of the week because you've got the number seven ranked team. Let me look at the updated odds. That is getting they're they're getting two points at LSU. Mm-hmm. So Ole Miss right now. I, I mean, outside of the naval, like I got to make sure. I believe they are number three in rushing offense in the country. They are. So they have rushed for more yards than everybody not named Air Force or Army, which is and, – and by the way, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy when you look at – they have 1,900 yards rushing. Number four is UCF with 1,500 yards rushing. It is insane. This is not like our Lane Kiffin that we know and love. This is like yes. a different type of, of style. I have concerns for Ole Miss in this game, but what the hell do I know? And I'll save those for picks and pints, but what do you think of this game? I'm taking LSU. I didn't pick this in Picks and Pines, but I'm I think LSU wins this game. Um and I feel like you might be on the same page because you are rocking the purple today. So not only are you TCU, you're LSU. Unintentionally, you really chose your yes. shirt. No, oh, I was gonna say good job yes. to you for doing that. Thank you. you were, Thank you very much. Yeah, I knew you liked um, to do that. But no, I, I do think that 
I mean, it's such an interesting storyline. The fact that like Lane Kiffin, again, this team is going to be probably a 10 win team. Um, but yeah, I think going into to LSU and trying to win a game, this would mean a lot to that, that, um, that team to get this win, I think. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to take LSU. There are a lot of really weird football games this week and a lot of games where you can um, kind of lose your ass trying to be a smart guy like I am. Yeah. Um, I lost my ass last week trying to do it. Um, Question, this one, though, I don't. Yes. If Ole Miss pulls this off and they, well, I say pull this off, they're favored. Or they're not favored. They're, um, no, but they're, they're right ranked there. higher. But if, say, they, they do win this football game, what does that do for you in terms of like, I know earlier when we were talking about college football playoff conversations, like could they like spoil it for someone? Cause they play, let's look. Oh, it's, it sucks. I have their schedule here. So they play yeah, at they, LSU. They play, they play at A&M. Yeah. Bye. They play Alabama at home, which is not going to be an easy game for Alabama. No. They play, they play at Arkansas. They'll be an underdog in that game and they play Mississippi state. So it's really brutal. the only it's person terrible. they can the only person they could really ruin their season would be Alabama. Would yes, you Yes, from after, uh, from that standpoint. Yes. I I got to see Alabama over the next few weeks, but okay. I would probably take Alabama. Cuz that game's been weird right in I mean we thought I think it was not last year but the year before that Alabama Ole Miss game was close. Just, and we were like, "Oh shoot, is um Lane going to be the first assistant to upset Nick. I mean, we've already I, had that now. I, but. I mean, my concern for Ole Miss is Jackson Dart has been good. Not great, but good. He's run the ball really well. I mean, that's been the part that's been most interesting. Um, but he's got 11 touchdowns and six interceptions. And at some point, he's going to be asked to do more, yeah. uh, especially over this stretch. And I just don't know if he's there yet. I like him. And goddamn, God kudos to Lane. Like, this style... Like, it's really cool to see them do this, but I think it's going to be a problem this week. All right, let's go a couple more games before Picks and Pine. Uh, OK State, Texas. It's a weird game. I, my, my first observation is Texas is getting a ton of love from the odds makers. Yeah. Six and a half point favorite at OK State. I don't want to touch this game other than Boy, like, you know, a lot of hype and a lot of buildup for Texas. This is an OK State team that was pretty good last week. Um, I struggled. Yeah, I wanted to have an opinion on this game. I really don't, other than I'm really excited to see it. If Texas wants to continue moving forward towards that inevitable word we use to describe them, this would be a good win for them to, to have under their belt because this is a good OK State team. And it's at OK State. B word? Yes, the B word. Not that one, the other B word. Um, Rhymes with uh, snack. Yep, it's um, this is a, but this is a the like Vegas thinks that they're they are that getting close to that mm-hmm. for an OK State team at home. This is a kind of an aggressive line. I think it opened at three. I really like what they're doing, but I told you the Iowa State game kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies. Like just what Texas, like I didn't like that. So we'll be interested to see what they do. But I'm I'm curious, and then I think this one's in your picks and pints: Syracuse and Clemson. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of Cuse love, I think, within our kind of like general, not yeah. yeah, general vicinity. Yeah. Um, 
I am struggling to have an opinion on this game as well because I could see it going a few ways. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Mm-mm. Um, because I I I didn't pick Florida State to win, but I thought it was going to be a closer game with Clemson. Um, and Clemson looks really good. Um, but I I don't think that Clemson loses this game, but I think it's going to be a closer game than expected because I don't think people are going to actually believe the hype of of Syracuse, who by the way deserves all the hype. Same as Illinois. Go orange. They, yeah. And Tennessee. Team. Wow. Big week for a lot, lot of orange. That's great. That's a good point. Yeah. Good time to be orange. Um, yeah. I, Clemson's impressing me. I bet against Clemson a bunch this year, and I feel like I've lost my ass uh, betting against Clemson. So we've, they're, you know, I, 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 I struggle with this team because they've got me kind of perplexed. We have been waiting all year. You and I discuss um, writing on different teams every week. And Clemson's one that's coming up that we're like, okay, at what point do we actually buy into Clemson? And I think last week they looked really good. And I was looking for them to be consistent. And they have been for the last couple of games. So if they don't slip up or have this be a close game, like I, I'm i buying into Clemson, you know, just making its way to the playoff. You know, DJ this year – has 17 touchdowns and two interceptions, right? Yeah. He has no so, interceptions against, like, ranked opponents, um, which is interesting because, like, those were the games that, like, we expected him to falter, and he's shown up. I think there was, like, it, he's had 12 TD passes in um, in the – or 12 touchdowns in the games that, like, gen, like three games that genuinely mattered. Yes. To their season. Well, and like, that's a huge deal. If you can step up in those moments, like that's massive. So I'm, I, again, like, I think if they blow the Syracuse team out, like, okay, maybe we need to start having the conversation. Like nobody's played anybody sort of like what you said. You decided that nobody has played anybody. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> nobody's played anyone and this is a t- everybody's bad. But if Clemson can beat bad teams by a lot, then I don't want to hear about them well, not having a good schedule and things like that when we're we're dealing with you know Georgia and and Ohio State. He last year had thirteen touchdowns and nine interceptions over a full year, and this year has looked. There's been wow. some weird throws. He's not throwing for a ton of yards. No, um, he's thrown for three hundred yards. No, but he's once. able to like extend plays a little bit better this no, year than he's, he was last he's, year for sure. S- something has clicked. Like something. I, I I give him a ton of credit. Like, I did not see this coming, and he's been awesome. Like he he's really been good, and they use Shipley, who's who's phenomenal, Just a monster. Oh my god, I love the way they used him, which they weren't doing his first. So I'm I'm very curious. Is there any other game on this schedule before we get to picks and pints? It's a it's a weird week. I do think Kansas State TCU is a great game. Line is only three and a half. I'm intrigued by Minnesota Penn State. Um, SMU Cincinnati in my picks and pines. I don't want to talk about Iowa. Would prefer not to. Uh, the spread in this game is twenty nine. How many points Iowa's... do you think um, Ohio State's going to score on Iowa? Um, Ohio. Uh, here's the problem. Iowa's defense is actually really good, but like that's what I, I mean. Know. I'm looking at the total, and I need some help. <laughs> it's like what the total's like forty nine. Was it? Yeah. 49 and a half. 
I just I don't want this football game to take place. Like I You're like, can we just skip it? Can they just play chess or something? Like it's not good. <laughs> um watching that offense the Iowa offense is going to be so how many defensive touchdowns do you think Ohio State scores? I I was just gonna like run the clock out. Like this is where I'd probably go under. Because I was just going to run the clock out. Did Iowa beat them last time, too? Like, Ohio State's fucking pissed. This is not good, Paige. This is like a red alarm. Remember, yeah. Remember when oh. I said that they don't run up the score and they scored 70 points? So, like, I think that maybe no. you should. Ryan Day is a cold heart, like, cold-blooded. Cold, like No, cold heart, rosy cheeks. No, he is. Like, I love Ryan, him. Ryan Day does not. I don't know if he was. I can't remember if he was on that staff at the time. I think he was. Um, that dude don't forget. So I don't twenty nine points. That's the spread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, let's do picks and pints. So yes. I've got a great can alert. If you could see it on YouTube, try and get my fat fingers out of the way. Belt, belt and suspenders. This is Buckle Down Brewing. This is a local beer. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good. I like the description. El Dorado. Amarillo and Crystal Hops. I don't know what Crystal Hops are, but it's got a nice little taste to it. So, um, and you're not drinking? No, not yet. I have answer. to pace myself. This is a big week, big yeah, weekend. This, this is a, that's true. You so are. Uh, I am in for it. So, all right. So, picks and pints. We are. We are. This is tough. We are going against each other Clear. on yeah. the first two games. So, yeah. do you want to do the first game? Yes, I can do the first game. Um, so I'm taking Duke plus nine versus Miami. I am taking Miami minus nine versus Duke. This is the start of my wise guy shit. Yep. Duke played tough last week. Everyone, not everyone, but people were saying, oh, wow, Duke's pretty good. And then Miami, I think, is going to kick the hell out of them. Okay. Um, Miami's lost, like, badly. Like they um, this year, they've just had some really bad games where they've had opportunities to win and haven't. They've gotten their ass kicked a few times. Um, I am, and they weren't great. They haven't been great this year. No. I'm putting my faith in the odds makers. Okay. For this one, uh, but I don't think it's going to go well. In our next game, I have SMU plus three versus Cincinnati. You have Cincinnati. Excuse me, three and a half. Yes, it is up. The hook was up there, which kind of scares me. Which tells me people who like. Uh, like people, Cincinnati, there's smart money moving it around. So three and a half, three and a half. What are your thoughts on this one? I'm taking Cincinnati, but I'm surprised that you aren't. I was shocked at this pick. You've I know. You've been so I, high on Cincinnati I, this year. I, I have. SMU has played uh, good teams. TCU, they played tough. They played Maryland tough. I, I'm putting my faith in the odds makers, Paige. It may not go well. It may not go well at all. Um, okay, what do you have next? Um, I'm taking Syracuse plus 13 and a half versus Clemson. I just feel like 13 and a half is a lot. I kind of agree, but this you know? is where I struggle with this game. It's going to be, like I think it'll be a 10 point game. I feel like you're going to know the result of this within the first like seven minutes. Yeah. You're going to say, yes, this is a good bet go, or sh- no. Um, um, I honestly think it'll be a 10 point game. All right. I got LSU minus two versus Ole Miss. You like LSU as well. I, it's not that I'm not buying Ole Miss. It's that I'm um, – well, I guess it kind of is that I'm not buying Ole Miss. I like LSU in this spot. I think LSU at home, 
Again, though, Paige, they burned me badly before I did this against Tennessee at home. LSU lost by roughly 3,000 points. We'll see what happens here. So I like LSU at home. Okay. Um, the next one I have is <laughs> such a – I just looked for an over because I've taken unders a lot, which I will in a sec. But I looked for an over that seemed valuable, and the Minnesota-Penn State over at 44.5, which I is – I thought about it. Which is like, this is so stupid. This is so stupid, but I love it. Like, every bit of me is going, so I'm having a big birthday party on Saturday, so I will not be working, but I will be watching games. I'm going to be hoping and praying for all those points. And I think the the Penn State-Michigan game set me up for failure here because I was like, oh, if that game can feature a decent amount of points, then why wouldn't I take a Big Ten over? Which is stupid, um, but I also think that'll be a good game. I think Minnesota, you know, needs a quality win, and I think this will be a, an excellent game. I uh, I was laughing. I had to mute myself to cough because it's just I can imagine you birthday weekend making people watch this really like mundane Big Ten, super Big Ten football game, and it's just like it's just like perfect. Like, like, we want everyone to score. Yeah, 44 and a half. I, like I, but I five like dirty it. martinis in, just like yes, dressed no. up nicely, just screaming at the television. It's like, Paige, the score's 38 to 7. It's like, don't you dare change that goddamn channel. Like, that that situation. Um, uh, what else do I have? I have, oh, Texas Tech, minus 6.5 versus West Virginia. So I had West Virginia last week. That was a good win against Baylor. I think Texas Tech is getting healthier at quarterback. I think they're better at home. Also, West Virginia's defense is like, holy shit, bad. So I like that line. But again, I'm, a lot of my lines that I, I spotted earlier in the week today have moved a half point. Like in my favor, which you think would be good, like down from seven to six and a half. But it also scares me a little bit to move it down like that. Like I'm not, I'm, am I on the wrong side? That's what I'm questioning right now. So, and then we have this last one. Yes. We're not going up against each other, but UCLA, Oregon. You have? I have the under at 69 and a half. Nice. Um, and I have, <laughs> I have Oregon minus six. So. Okay. It's a shit ton of I points, I can't wait till you're texting me on Saturday just so pissed at Bo Nix for Bo Nixing. He's been good. This is like what, like somebody, like, like. Like a drug addict says, like, no, it's not that bad, man. I can like, stop no, anytime. I can stop anytime. I can quit anytime. I can quit Bo Nix anytime. Do you know Bo Nix this year has 20 touchdowns and only three interceptions? That's great. You're just letting me implode? Yep. You're just going to be like, yep, that's fun, buddy. Good and I'm going to be decently drunk, so I'll probably dance on your grave as well. Do you know that he ran for 141 yards against Stanford? That Against is, Stanford, let's not relax, relax, dude. I can't no, believe you yeah, just yeah. brought up Stanford. Now dude. I know you're an addict. You are actually a Bo Nix addict because you brought up Stanford. No, but the stat line is hilarious. Here's what it is. I agree. Take nothing of this. Six rushes, 141 yards against Stanford. Like Stanford, what are we doing here? Thank buds? you. That should be the narrative from it. Not that Bo Nix was really good. Also, we didn't talk about Stanford losing Notre Dame. Or Notre, Notre Dame losing to that. Stanford. Yeah. Yeah, yes. congrats That's- to Stanford on their first FBS win. We did talk about uh, – yeah, we did. Because we talked about 
Um, the days all blend together, and the 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 live stream slash emergency pod slash this all blend together. That's, we did I, talk about how Marshall and Stanford are Marshall and yeah, and oh, Stanford are like zero and seven versus other FBS teams, and then two and zero versus Notre Dame, which is not a good stat. So that's we'll no, do a we'll do a Notre Dame um a like pulse of like what they're it's not good looking at this season. Next good. week. All right. Before we jet out. Yes. Um, random shit. Do you have any random shit? I've got a lot of random shit. Um, first, I mean, obviously, I'm going to be off this weekend, which I'm super excited about because I haven't been off for a weekend in a while. Um, so going to yes. enjoy the football. But um, I have owned that sportspage.com for 10 years. The like naming license to it. Um, and nothing has ever been on it. But tomorrow I am launching that sportspage.com. So it's just like a place where everything lives. All things page live. Um, there is a page for no punts allowed. Very exciting. So um, there better be, if you ever get, <laughs> you better be, if you ever get lost and don't know where to listen to us, then go there. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. It turned out really well. There was technical difficulties on the back end that stressed me out beyond all belief this week, but like, it's something I'm pretty proud of so the last day of in my 20s i'll be launching that sportspage.com which is pretty cool so what else is on there i'm not even I, like i'm inquiring i'm not yes continuing the plug no I'm no, no. <laughs> you're inquiring um yeah. mostly it's like kind of a blog a little bit of like i belong to an influencer network and um linking out to things um but just kind of anything i want it to be like there's blog posts about life there's blog posts about sports I think my my two sports ones are like um, the five sports things that I love talking about most. Actually, can you do you think you can name any of the the sports things that I talk about always? Arizona. Yep. Did you break it up into two? Arizona football and basketball. No, just Arizona basketball. Um, college football. Mm, no, because that's I think already just like a general. That's a really yeah. general, and these are like very specific. Right. A's. Baseball? Nope, we left that off. We? We, meaning me. It's like you're, you and your management team here. Um, What's a college oh football thing that I like to talk about? A- Alabama? Nope. Think more specific. What do you mean? That's Think team. a certain trophy. Uh, Heisman? Yes. I See, I wouldn't have gotten that. That you Christian like McCaffrey? Alabama. The, oh, You would yeah, not yeah, have gotten yeah. that? Well, you like Alabama money like the Heisman, I feel like. Yes, but I the one thing that I like... I, these are things that I talk about the most. So it would be, um, it's definitely um, Christian McCaffrey not winning the Heisman, which is like a little anti-Alabama, but it's not about Derrick Henry. It's not about him. No. Arizona basketball uh, for sure. Arizona basketball, Heisman, uh, F1 Yes, now? F1 is on there. Is Arsenal on there or some sort of soccer-y thing? Um, some form of, like, bandwagoning thing that, like, when I bandwagon teams that they win championships, it's just, it's not me saying that. It's just fact. So, like, LSU knew that early on that train. Uh, the yeah. Cubs. Cubs winning the World Series happened. Arsenal. Look, I'm not saying it's happening yet, but it, we're close. Um, someone, I was telling them about this, and they were like, did you put Alabama on there? Because they've won a championship since you've been a fan. And I was like, that's fair, but it's not really bandwagoning when, <laughs> hang, when they're hang that the good. So, um, yeah. Well, God, I seriously, it's awesome. I know you've put a lot into this. I hope yeah. it, there, w- there will be technical difficulties because that's how web design goes. Yeah. So just don't worry about it. 
It'll exactly. all be fixed. It'll all um, be fine. And and have fun this weekend too. Thank I'm you. I'm jealous. Yeah, um, please pray for me. Um, I will be. We will be going live in VR Hub on Sunday. Um, oh my God, that's right. Yeah. So I Are you have do that. It in like sun, so I'm getting sunglasses? up on. So Sunday there's an Arsenal game at six in the morning. So I'm getting up to watch that, and then um, I have the live stream, and then right after that there's the F1 race that's in Austin, which is super exciting. So actually, I think you should watch on Sunday. Watch the F1 race on Sunday. It'd be fun in Austin. It'd be a fun place to <sighs> I Trust me, I wanted to go, but tickets by the time I realized that it was my birthday weekend, a little out of control. So, yeah, it'll be a fun uh, weekend. Any random shit on your end? Um, I am excited for the UFC card. Um, okay. It's, it's, kind of we- it's kind of an interesting one. So it's middle of the day Saturday. I am working on Saturday, but it's in Dubai. It's on Fight Island. So it's like a one o'clock main card. And Fight Island. Is- I totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah, it's still a thing, and it's like the best UFC card of the weird year. So okay. I will have – that will be on one of the TVs for sure. I am pumped about this. You know, Is that going to bump like my, Penn State, Minnesota off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to do some TV management, although I've had the two iPads down there. Like last week, we were, we were rolling. Oh, yeah. You so have them on the screens. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I am um, I'm very much here for that, that card. So I'm going to be doing that and working – and I'm trying to think what else random. Not really. Everything is everything is good. Like I'm excited. I got my energy back. Told you a couple of weeks ago I was in the I was in the the doldrums of I think like, that was like literally last week. <laughs> I think we were oh both just so it feels it's been dragging on for us, but I feel like we've done a good job and we're in a good spot. So it'll be exciting. Yeah. It's a fun weekend. All right. Well, happy birthday to Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful birthday and launch of your site. Thank you. And enjoy the games, everybody. And we will talk to you guys next week.